March 21, 2010. It's a lot from Pedro Show.
Watford Pedro show, uh, March 21st, 2010. Start off the show with my little brown book by John Coltrane with Duke Ellington. And then um, untitled second song from the March 2010 John McIntyre session, A Rough Mix from Light. Uh, those were the brothers from Tokyo that uh, uh, me, Tom, and Raul toured with March 4 to 12, uh, West Coast, U.S., and just before that, they spent three days in Chicago to record Mr. John McIntyre, some studio. And uh, these songs are so new, they did them at the gigs, but uh, they recorded without titles, so that's why I had to call what it was. And John McIntyre is going to be uh, mixing that stuff up, and you'll have the real deals. But I thought it'd be good for everybody to hear more of the raw. They did four songs, and now I've played two of them. I did one on the last show. Uh, what happened since last show? Last show we did on the road from Medford, Oregon. I think only time I've ever done a Watt for Pedro show. Uh, I've done many from Pedro, of course, but first time I've done one from a boat here in the marina, Cabrillo <laughs> Marina. Oh, what? Slip? Skip it, Jeff? Well, this is uh, what the slip? Huh? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be exact. The slip is 33. Yeah. <laughs> Birth 33. Birth 33. <laughs> now and everybody knows where I am. Yeah, but they don't know the slip. They just know the I birth. I just told them. I thought it was just the birth, uh, the, the, right? But yeah, you, the slip is what we're parked in. Yeah. And the birth is the, the, the whole, finger. The yeah, finger, down, right, right. Down. And it's Cabrillo. In the old days, when I came to Pedro, this area did not exist. It was all land. It wasn't water. It was the lower reservation of Fort MacArthur, which was built in the early teens, 20th century, 1913 or something. And, uh, in fact, this is very close to where the rec room was. Uh, by the time 70s came around, uh, they were slowing down this part of the fort, and they were actually written to civilians. When I first came here, this is where I got the 15-cent haircuts, was on this part of the fort. Isidoro? You know the guy, Isidoro? The barber on uh, 9th Street, he's been cutting hair here for 55 years. He shaved. No, Fort MacArthur. No, I know. Was he a Fort MacArthur barber? down here, yes. Okay, there was a couple of Italian guys. Italian. Guido guys. And they put the fufu in the hair. Okay, and, it was him. And they were 15-cent haircuts. Wow. Okay. And, uh, but come the 70s, when they start renting out, and uh, the rec room, his barracks and stuff, but the roof was painted all psychedelic. So the soldiers had their <laughs> R&R time or whatever. And Mark Weisswasser got that lower part. Because uh, it was two two story thing, um, he had a drum set and he'd uh, have jams with me and D Boone. In fact, there was a band called Starstruck. Never really did gigs or anything. Did a talent show or something. Tried out Torrance or Redondo Beach. Either Redondo Beach or Torrance. And uh, but uh, we go there, me and D Boone and jam. And actually, one of the first reactionary. Maybe the second one, because the first one was with Black Flag, but was in this rec room. Uh, and then they tore it up and uh, made in the 80s and yeah. made the, the the marina here. I think this was built in 80. Yeah, that's when it started out. But actually, outside that rec room, in 76, 76, I think it was 77 or 76. I don't know, but this is where we met Nicky B. He was walking around. And had the cotex around his neck. And he told us about the weirdo. He played drums in the weirdos. Yeah, yeah. And he told us about gigs in Hollywood. So it was uh, 
right here where the boat was. It was a whole other history, but it was very important to me and Lee Boone and our music. Mark Weisswasser now lives in uh, Las Vegas. He was dealing uh, cards for a black, and a casino, black, but now I think he's uh, maybe a floor man or in charge of entertainment or something. Uh, not handling the cards yeah. so much. But he's a good guy, and he was uh, very instrumental to uh, me and Dee Boone's development. We played the, the, you know, the temple on 9th Street, Bethel. We played a gig there, a bar mitzvah, his brother Richie's bar mitzvah. A lot of good chow there, man. I've, I've never been to one of those. They brought us in, too, where they did the trip, the singing and all that. Right. Um, the ceremony and orthodox yeah. uh, no, no I think they're reformed yeah there were no black coats and stuff I think there's a lot of versions and anyway it was very interesting for us and we got to play they put us on the patio and kind of closed the sliding glass door because I mean I was 15 and uh, it was terrible probably it was a bunch of noise <laughs> but uh, it was an Arlen songs you know some Kiss songs and Blue uh, Oyster Cult Black Sabbath and The Who but it was great to mark because I, we had hardly ever played in front of people. And so that, that was important to us. Uh, he was a good cat. He had this starstruck uh, thing. Um, he had like a, like your tea kettle there. They were uh, metal drums that were shiny. Yeah. And uh, me and D-Boom would actually play behind him. He would be in front. Sort of like Perkins. Later on I would do with uh, Hell Ride and Banging. In fact, I got another Hellride gig coming up Thursday in Venice. I haven't played with Peter and Perk in a long time. I just did two gigs with back-to-back uh, -back Second Man, Missing Man. And they were both hard because I was uh, sick on this. Uh, I think it happened in Sacramento because the last gig with uh, Tom Rowell in Seattle was very tough for me. But oh, they were all joys, man, getting to play. First time for the light guys. Get to play with them and travel around, also with Tom Morrell. Very interesting. Now, watch their YouTube the, that they had on their website. You, you floated me the link for the light. And I was like, wow. Oh, their I, tour diary. Yeah, no, there was actually a clip of some. No, one from of their the tour guy, yeah, diary. Exactly. I think they had a bunch site, of stuff. Yeah. They put up pictures and no, they, they write were, a Nihon Go. That, that's the thing that's they with their language. Tight and really original and just yeah, I love new and I've dug them a lot. And I've known him now for 10 years cool and, uh, and one month, maybe 25 months I've known him. Yeah. I met him when I did this uh, tour, Brother, Sister, Daughter, in February 2008. And now they're going to take us on a tour of their land. Some of that same route in Honshu, but they're going to add Hokkaido and Kyushu and Shokoku, the four big islands. And uh, it's going to be debut of my third opera. I'm not going to play it in the U.S. Right on. I want to debut it there, and then I'll come do a tour here of it. Uh, but uh, they're they're beautiful. And, you know, they're still in their 20s, yeah. young guys. I think Brother June in the bass is only 25. I liked when you uh, you were asking them, you know, what their influences were, who were your heroes, and the bass players like, you. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That was cool. <laughs> yeah. He's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and when I went over there for that tour, I conked at all their pads. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And his mod, Brother June's mod, made me some great chows. And Kazuto-san, too. Wow, incredible. The family hospitality, what I remember, I was over there when I was a kid, 16. 
just amazing. Yeah. You know, how they just roll out the red carpet, like, and they don't think twice. Yeah, and his papa, Kazuto Son's papa, got the pictures when he did a trip here to U.S. as a younger man. These are some old shots. Him coming to San Francisco. And wow. Gets the book out with me, you know. His English not so good, but the yeah. pictures talked. Yeah, sure. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Not just them as, as cats, which they are, but they're folks, too. Uh, it's always scary when I meet the folks, you know, because sometimes I'm older than the folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or around the same age, it's <laughs> true. And I'm thinking in their mind, you know, what are you doing with my son, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, where are you taking him? Are you a crazy... Why are you doing this and you're this old? And uh, you know, but I think it's, it's just good for them to know, meet me in a way because then maybe yeah, it ain't so scary for their yeah. sons stuff. Um, let's see, I got some music here from Italy. Let's play.
Chico said, no, I used to have a car and a chauffeur, but I couldn't afford both, so I get rid of the car. And she said, well, what good is a chauffeur without a car? He said, I need him to drive me to work. She said, well, how can you go to work without a car? He said, it's all right. I've been made redundant. I don't like the way you're doing things around here. Something's gonna change I don't like the way I'm being pushed around you Fuck off, you ain't the business place I'm ready to sit still 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 I'
from Pedro show talking about Mr. Bully, how we're trying to get him uh, set up to uh, have a special Blue Oyster Cult show. Anyway, you just heard uh, yeah, from Italy, uh, a band called Oboe I got to play with once. I think it was in uh, Forenza, 2005, last tour of the Second Opera, with Reptile. And then we heard uh, First Coffee by Traffic Lights, Traffic Lights Orchestra, another Italian band. And then, uh, yeah, something from uh, here in the U.S., a song called Black Flag by the Golden Horde, kind of inspired by Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea's Illuminatus trilogy. you got to read this. Kind of hippie joke. It's, it's fun. And then, uh, I think, uh, an English band called uh, Whales in Cubicles with Ashamed. Uh, yeah, Bully, uh, it'd be great to get him... I met him a long time ago because he learned about the Blue Oyster Cult Connect with Minuteman. And uh, I didn't hear him from a long time till you because, uh, yeah, you guys still go to the gigs and stuff. And he was the keeper of the... Keeper of the cult. Keeper of the cult. Yeah. He's got the Museum of Cult there in Hollywood. I. Uh, so we'd like to probably go up to his pad and do the show from there and maybe get uh, Albert and Joe Bouchard on board for uh, live interviews. And his if he has connects with Eric Bloom and Buck Dharma, he does. Or, or Alanir. He he told me some inside stuff on uh, Buck. He's he's ridden to gigs with Buck. For example, I don't know if I'm supposed to broadcast this to the world, but Buck works his voice on the way to the gig. You know, he'll da 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 da. Warm up. And uh, one thing that's been going on in the, the Blue Oyster Cult scene on the fan sites, people are uh, concerned about Eric Bloom. His voice just it's kind of it's not up there, you know. And well, God, he's got, he's almost sixty, right? Or he's 60. over. Yeah, he's probably sixty-five now. You he's know? older, Niggy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so that'd be a great show to have. Yeah. So whenever he's ready, somebody uh, liberated his uh, computer from him, and so he's recovering from that donate and uh, I understand no pressure on your ball but well we'll throw it in his uh, park and see if he wants yeah, to yeah yeah that's bad then he only have travel yeah exactly a lot from a Hollywood show here's some more music
prepares you for the telephoto lens You read some magazine and keep up with the passing trends
sky and rusty fence. The orange people, one dollar three cents. Copulation, take none other. Discover an ancient credo. Don't forget to write. I am apart, and I'm coming apart. Loosens gather where there is chaos. Say. Orange pimp retires. Crushed velvet and suede. Orange people are everywhere. Must be something in a bag of oranges. Orange people are everywhere. Yet I've found there's nothing in a bag.
Some flus get yeah. around quick on those, and food poison. I don't care if it's... Okay, we just heard, uh, <laughs> uh, what was the last thing there? It was Orange People by a huge from the coast. That's Eugene. Have you ever seen Decline in Western Civilization Part 1? He's a cat with a light bulb. Hey, man, Many years. Since and before that, that was Don Bowles with uh, his fancy space people doing spectacle electric crystalline. Crystalline? Crystalline? Anyway, I played with Don Bowles last night. He was the drummer for uh, Raw Power Rangers, and I... In my sickened state, kept saying "New Power Rangers," <laughs> like a fucking idiot. But I corrected myself. Great people, great band. Uh, they do all raw power, and then uh, I got it right at the end. <laughs> then uh, before that, we heard uh, "Outskirts of Life" by G.G. Allen. Yeah, great cat. Rest in peace, G.G. Allen. You know about him? I think he was from New Hampshire. After he conked, they, there's pictures of him with the Jim Beam bottle. They partied with him for like a week, I think, after. His brother Merrill is a bass player. Uh, Murder Junkies was his band. Started off as a wave guy. His first album, the GG is a wave guy, and then moved to this. You know, nobody eating bran muffins and shitting and throwing shit. And what band? What band? GG Allen and the, yeah. the Murder Junkies. No. Sorry, I don't know him. Okay. <laughs> Jay Bassis once played. You bring your own mic if you go on after him. My mind. And then we started with the Swagger Sticks with Worldwide <laughs> Pop Star. The Swagger Sticks, this guy came up at, at maybe the Portland or one of the gigs. And to give me his, he gave me his friend CDs. And then he goes, oh, yeah, here's something I got. And I said, yeah. Well, he's giving his friend CDs. I said, you got something? And the guy, oh, yeah, but this is just pop. Okay. But usually it's people want to push their music right, then. Right. Yeah, but he was the opposite. Yeah. A lot of good people. You know, no one knew about light. You know, there's no hype or anything. I just wanted them to play for people. And I had such good reactions from the gig goers. I, I'm very proud of people coming to my gigs. Not, not boo, hurry up, let the old the asshole from Pedro on. You know, it's like, whoa, this is trippy band. Uh, yeah, yeah that, big time. That clip I saw, like I said, blew me away. Good so, hook. You know what? I, I'm line. hearing a little Steve Wright. A little bit. If you know this guy, mm -hmm. minimalist classical. That was used motifs, repeating little things. And I was talking Nobuyuki, like their leader, but not in a military sense, but uh, he's heard of. He's aware of a lot of musics. They're, uh, yeah, like they. Uh, I, but, you know, this genre and all this kind of stuff, I didn't want to deal with that, so just let them play for us, yeah. some people. Their are they uh, selling yeah. records in Japan yet, or? Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they've yeah. put out four or five. Wow. And, and the, they're so balls out. They, the first time was last May. Those five songs he immediately put mm -hmm. from that first gig, they put out for, you know, the iTunes or whatever. And then they did it with the first gigs of this, uh, I think, L.A. ones. Although they used a picture from the Casbah in San Diego. That it's actually from L.A. They put them out. These guys, you know, no fear. Yeah. They charge hard.
TRD Fuego. It's huh? it's so remote, man. Oh, and they, let's uh, yeah. uh, these songs because we're at the end. Uh, that was um, started with Aliens by Troy Mace, then Pissing in the Sink by Jerry Nobody, and uh, finished the first hour with Right Down Your Throat by uh, Turbinado. Uh, it's been the first hour of Watt Pedro Show, March twenty first, two thousand ten. Hang tight for hour two. March twenty first, two thousand ten. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
No, no. I just put on. Uh, Watt for Pedro show. Um, start off the second hour with some boat stuff. Uh, Shipwreck by Sa Sailor Alexander. Sailor Alexander, uh, formerly, just recently, of Stab City. They booted him. It's terrible. Because uh, Sailor Alexander, an excellent guitarist and musician, and but, you know, maybe it's uh, amicable. Amicable. I, anyway, I saw him at the gig last night and asked him to flow some music. You never saw Stab City at Harold's? They played with us a few times. Maybe. And uh, other pads too, but man, Sailor Alexander. Um, he's put a new band together though. And then after that, we heard uh, Clown Boat Lamp by Lost Cobras, then Glass Bottom Boat by Donna Rail, and finally Kicks and Screams by Seasick. Now, uh, <laughs> nice. Skipper Jeff, you're talking about wanting to. Uh, Say out of Chile. I got dreams, you know. I want to go somewhere. The problem's just time. Got that chained to that desk. But I uh, read a book called, uh, oh, God, it was a couple of years ago, about this couple. It was two against the horn. But uh, really, the you know, they weren't rounding. They didn't round the horn until the end of the book. You know, that's the tip of South America. But Really? Uh, I thought horn was uh, South Africa. Uh, Cape uh, Cape Horn is South America, and the Cape, Tierra, Cape of Good Hope what's is, Tierra de Fuego? is South Africa. That's right. What's Tierra de Fuego? It's a area, I believe, in Chile, just above the Horn or near the Horn. Okay. It's the land where they've got actually great glaciers there, and it's just it's on the Pacific side of Patagonia. Mm -hmm. Patagonia would be Argentina, Argentina and uh, Tierra del Fuego is just a. a part of uh, Chile down there at the tip. Yeah. yeah. Chile, a very uh, east-west thin country, but very broad north-south. Yeah. But it's just, this book just, just it just sounds wonderful down there. You, uh, the, just the small fishing villages that yeah. they encounter and the history that they encounter. There was a lot of, uh, I believe it was British settlements at one time, and then the Indian tribes, which have just been, of course, inbred with a lot of the Spanish, and then the, the other cultures, they're kind of wiped out, but they talked about that and all of the names, and it's just very uh, complex ge geography-like, uh, like you'd find up in, the, in uh, British Columbia. It's almost like a mirror of that. You've got lots of coves and islands. And yeah. It's just, it sounds like... Or a, Norway with the fjords. Or, and you're on your own. Or you maritime. Uh, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. Yeah. The, these, You've never been on there, on the Atlantic side. I've been uh, Florida, New York, that's about it, but not sailing in any of those areas. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, in the boat. Yeah. Not yeah, from the plane. Sailed in Alaska and all over. Yeah, but a Pacific. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, ain't yeah, Atlantic, yeah, no Atlantic. Yeah, no. So if you make your way to Chile and you get around that, the Horn, uh, Cape Horn, it Cape is. Horn. The, yeah. Not Cape of Good Hope. That's Africa. Yeah. That's right. Cape. Uh, that's that's the ultimate challenge for any sailor. You know. Get around there because yeah. Magellan did it. Right now, little Abbey Sunder. Right. Is there Straits of Magellan there? Straits of Magellan are just above the Horn. That was what Magellan. Above means north. Right. Correct. It's not floating in the air. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like to. Yeah. I'm wondering if you're the way the maps hang on the wall. The it's just the way the maps say above. Or yeah. It's right. above. Hey, because Australia's down under, so it'd be Antipodes. Above. But the Straits of Magellan was a short. Cut that, that Magellan found where to try to avoid the treacherous roaring 40 seas that are below 
the the horn. Closer to the they're, south. They're, yeah. Well, you know, they're the horn. It's just notorious. What happens? You've got confluence of two seas, and then you've got two continents there, and you've got the oceans funneling yeah. in between each confluence, other. And I shouldn't so say seas. Oceans. You got winds running against currents, which uh -huh. create big big waves. You yeah. know, there's. Yeah, bashing yeah. into each other yeah. so but little abby sunderland 16 years old she should be rounding it and she's on her mission maybe in a couple of weeks and then there's the other 16 year old girl jessica watson who's sailing around the world from australia and she's almost done she's she's come she oh, went the other way yeah, right? She, well abby's got to go south to, mm -hmm. to get around the horn uh jessica went uh so she's going around the earth. <laughs> Which way did she? She headed. Iron Man and wooden ships. Is that the name of the, one of their books? No, or? but I've heard that referred to those days. No. Oh, yeah. Because after that, it was iron ships. Yeah. Yeah. Although there's a weird little middle ground because I've seen pictures of boats at Pedro around the turn of the century, where they have square rig Steel and with with. Um, Steam motors and steel hulls. Have you seen the Star of India down in San Diego? Yeah, that's one. Square weight rig yeah. steel hull. Right, right. But a lot of these you could tell were wood hulls, but they had motors. Yeah. There's stacks in the middle of them. Yeah, yeah. With the tall sails. There's always a transition. Yeah, it's a transition. <laughs> yeah. And uh, probably the motors weren't strong enough yet. It was probably not efficient enough yet. Right. So you Couldn't had to carry enough fuel. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. you had to rely on the uh, sails. Yeah. Maybe those hybrids were intense in no. a way. No. It must have been faster than just sail. Yeah, I wish I could. My dad could or probably help out quote you the records that these guys did, but uh, you know, it's an amazing amount of time. The Coast Guard sent a boat over here, the one they train on back east. Eagle? Yeah. It's called the Eagle? Yeah. Man, what a beautiful boat. Yeah, yeah. It might be metal hull. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. The Constitution a, had copper on her, the bottom part of her hull. Clayton, yeah. yeah, that boat. A lot of those in those days, the boats were built in Delaware, Fells Point. That's a big clipper ship building. There was a cat on this dock living aboard that had a eighty-foot schooner, like brigantines, like the Irving yeah. and the Exchange. Uh And uh, he's a ship's right, and he helped to uh, lay He'll those babies it. up. I saw them him. up. It was by firehouse, a uh, fireboat too. Yeah. That firehouse for her. Well, they had them back here in this little cove across the channel here when I first came here. And yeah, but I think that's when we, finishing touches. Yeah, to know. put her in the water. But they were built right there. They put up the little uh, fence, yeah. and uh, I saw them heat up to be, to get the bend yeah, on the spars. Right. Huh? Yeah. They had to heat these guys up, get them all wet, yeah. and heat them up and, and bend the wood. Yeah. I saw the keels laid. They did sister ships, so everything they did, they just did twice. Yeah, yeah. It's practical. Yeah. Smart to do. That carving pulleys, I mean a lot of, of it's wood and handmade. Yeah. Beautiful. And now it's part of this top sale program. They take kids. Maritime Institute, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they're probably affiliated with the top sale. Yeah. I've, I've thrown them some money in my... My dad told me years ago, stop buying its birthday presents, you know, donate to a charitable organization. So I've given money to Putting the city kids on a yeah. sailing boat yeah. where they have to work together. Yeah. It's a great thing. And yeah. they get to see the nature. I don't want to be a bitch, but I have no interest in you at all. Don't act like something's wrong with me. Cause no
There's nothing to distinguish. Titan wrapped only wire. I won't respond anymore. It's pointless. Pedro show okay uh, that was Dario's flowers by flowers of Hiroshima but they're from England and before that was uh, the sad story of New York being turned into pasture land by stunt cat but they're from Germany so people uh, projecting themselves on different lands and then uh, last time by sunken city sunken city you know the area here yeah, in Pedro. Yeah. Well, they're a Pedro band. Okay, and before them was another Pedro band called Stone at Heart with Crooked. Stone at Heart, you great. saw... They were great. The Heralds yeah. on the reactionary uh, record yeah. release party, right? My uh, buddy, uh, one of the urchin heads, who's not Todd, the other guy, Mike, you met, he was blown away by them. He goes, do they have records out, man? It's like... Yeah. They just recorded. Yeah. They got Todd from uh, Recess Records, of course, in his bands like... Uh, Underground Railroad to Candyland, uh, Toys of Kill. He's really into working with Baby Jess for the cruise ship again. But Baby Jess being a weekend too. And that's what you heard. Baby Jess has been part of a few things, but with Todd now, it's clicked into this kind of unit that's really neat. Well, they had a girl singer. 
That's Baby that's Jess. That's Baby Jess? Yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were great. She's great. I don't think she's original Pedro. Well, Todd's Torrance. I think she might be Bay Area. I don't know. Uh, but Pedro's, you know, especially with this kind of scene Raul's from, although he's original Pedro. That whole night was great. They're, they're transplants, a lot of these cats, yeah. Kevin and stuff. But uh, the town's much stronger to have them, I think. Um, uh, big time into it, and that was a wild gig. Yeah, you had people from your old band. There. Hey, can we talk about the guy running Richards. off with your bass? Well, tried to. I never actually let go. <laughs> yeah, you, you said, he's got my bass, and I just... Uh, well, at first I let him play it, and then he... Uh, oh. Right? He said, hey, let me try it out, and then, whoa. And uh, no, no. And you yelled. But when I pulled his sh shirt, I saw a brace under, and, I, and he also had something on his hand. So I think he might have been hurt. Uh, so, yeah, that was an unusual situation. Yeah, well, I just, uh, you know, all of a sudden I'm in this line where the yeah, place was Well, packed. what happened was uh, also uh, Lou Man grabbed him and actually got socked. And he tried to sock uh, Raul. Apologize later, Raul told me. Well, he runs into and me. kicked out. And two well, he's heading for the hatch, and you were between him yeah, and yeah, the hatch. Yeah, yeah, Two guys came from either side of me. And it, One of them was Lou Man. Nobody got hurt. It was all cool. He handed it back to you, but it was kind of weird. <laughs> hey, he's got my base. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Yeah. But it was a great gig, but, man, it was packed. Good thing you didn't do that in the heat of the summer. That place would have been boiler room, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the boiler room. Good thing fire marshals didn't pay him a visit either. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think everybody wanted to. Uh, Georgie was there. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I didn't yeah, see him. I hadn't seen him in a while. But, they gave uh, a big hug. We talked a little bit. Sacrum Trust was amazing. They just they had to leave. Yeah, but they got to do their first album, yeah. which was great. I'm working with Jack right now on a thing called Toothless Grin, this project, and uh, it's been kind of. I, I got to beat uh, my second man, Mr. Mendeley, on the music for these guys, and we did it in a couple of days, and now them getting the singing on is taking some time, but I'll play it as, as some of it as soon as I'm uh, able to. So, uh, in between here and Chile, as far as you sailing, it'd be interesting adventures too, because there's lots of lands. So you'd have to make a big project out of this. How long do you think oh, it'd take? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on how fast you want to get down there, you know, that's the problem. It's all time. No, it just sounds appealing, Mike, you know, I don't know if I'll do it. My father, as soon as he retired at 62, took his little 25-footer all the way to Alaska uh, by himself, you know, so there's an inspiration, but me going south, it's a little bit different. You don't have a lot of uh, ports of call that you can duck into, especially along the coast of Baja. You're real limited, so you got to plan on some long overnighters and to single handed lucky with weather <laughs> to single handed yeah. you know i mean you can you don't sleep much you know from what i understand you learn to sleep at like 20 minutes at a time and then like now these little girls that are sailing around the world yeah. by themselves they're using a lot of technology they've got their radars with alarm systems on They've got that go you, off when trouble comes. Right, right. Like you see where I've got my radar yeah. sitting here, yeah. and I have autopilot. I could lay in this berth where you're sitting yeah. and look at that thing yeah. and turn the alarm on. So, and then you have to put uh, leak cloths, you know, so you don't roll out of the bunk. Yeah, here. right. And then another thing to consider is uh, water makers, you know, yeah. especially in fresh water. water. 
you, you and uh, there's a there's a lot of systems you know these these girls uh, they got some good sponsors helping them with the technology <laughs> yeah 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 well so, much respect for them to do it oh yeah they're doing Especially it teenagers well I'm, I'm definitely keeping a close eye on abby uh around in this horn uh, Jessica when she rounded it she got around okay but then she got walloped with huge seas you know 60 70 mile an hour winds you're talking 25 30 foot waves and that she's on a uh, little one a 34 footer and she was knocked down three times completely knocked down means the boat's laid on yeah, its yeah, side yeah. and all she could do was strap herself in down below she was just yeah, I know Ab Abby. I've seen the interior of her boat. There's like a seat in there, like you know, you're strapped in like, like a, a race car. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You got shoulder straps, and all you can do then is just hang on. You take all the rags down, the sails down, bear poles, and uh, yeah. you know, or you have a, what's called a storm trysail on your main and a storm jib, and just pray that <laughs> uh, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah all's so, up. But uh, no, cruising, you know, is a little different. You know, if I'm, I'm these these girls are a race with their ages. They're not racing each other. They're racing their to do it to be just the to youngest. Get it done, to man. be the youngest in the shortest amount of time. Yeah, now. but or just to do it. I yeah. think on a personal thing. Maybe the record is big in their head. Yeah, but just to do it, what a feat. Yeah, I just uh, and the dude who faked it. Yeah, yeah, they made suicide. a documentary about him, a British yeah. fellow. Uh, he was Very sad, kind of tragic thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I did finally see that movie. Oh, God, what was his name? But Here, uh, play some music.
little bit of money into honey on the avenue. I'm doing just fine with a little bit of pride in a room without a goddamn view. Control myself and I can be anything I want to be. Try to live my life and find that failure isn't free. I don't understand what they mean by mental health. I hear so many voices, I forget which one is myself. The world is a restaurant, it's cutting me off like meat. I'm laughing on the surface and I'm screaming underneath. Cause I'm losing my mind. for Pedro show damn I wonder well, probably not I didn't have the monitoring on it I didn't hear feedback so I didn't want that uh, we heard uh, Musty by James Jewell and Shrew it's an airplane up there yeah. and uh, Speeder by Paston no correct that strike that Speeder by Patson P-A-T-S-O-N sorry Mr. Patson mean any disrespect uh, great tune and then God the Punchline Sucks by Hansa El Din and then finally Losing My Mind by Mohill I think Mohill Chicago all the US bands I can't remember the towns but Mohill I think is Chicago damn I I, uh, I read about them all too uh before the show, but I can't remember. I, I should write down the town. Everybody wants to know about the town. I talk so much about Pedro. Uh, so you're, you're talking about brother and sister. Sister's going to do it in 200 days. Uh, yeah, she's uh, Abby Sunderland. Her brother, Zach, completed it last year, uh, Marina Del Rey, back to Marina Del Rey, in a little over 13 months. But he had a lot older boat. He had a uh, about as old as this one. It's a seventy. What about their pop? Is their pop a sailor? Well, their whole family was. Okay. So they all grew up cruising, yeah. crossing oceans together. So wow. the parents, yeah, they live in uh, Th Thousand Oaks, I believe it is, or Woodland Hills Valley. You get those, yeah, yeah. Not and, too close uh, to the water. <laughs> yeah, and so the 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 son Zach did it and held the record briefly, and then this as the youngest, and then this British kid knocked him off, and then. Uh, everybody kind of knew Abby was going to go for it, and uh, and yeah, it's wild, you know. Just uh, yeah, that's been a part of the controversy. I think there's some countries that just won't let their the parents do that, let their kids go, you know. I can't, you know, and uh, you know, our strap them to a rocket, send them to the moon. Yeah, You'll be the youngest, you know, three years old. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I, I no teen, maybe sixteen. Yeah. They got. Is it bad as getting them a gig on a sitcom? If you look at how that works out, it's very detrimental no. to the future health. Yeah. You notice? Yeah, no, no, I can't. Okay. I'd rather have my kids sailing the boat. Yeah, than no, a gig I think on a sitcom. I think it's character building. You know, yeah. the, the classic story was uh, uh, what's his name? The kid that sailed the Dove around the world. He had a uh, National Geographic following, and Robin Graham in the '60s, and. Uh, it took him like five years. He actually kind of went insane because he got stuck in the doldrums off of uh, down in uh, near the equator off of Brazil. 
and kind of went nuts, you know, and it took him five years to do it, but he did hold the record for a long time <laughs> as the youngest, and Robin Lee Graham, but yeah, when he finally got done with it, and yeah, he had to go through two boats to do it, you know, technology was different back then in the 60s, but he didn't want to have nothing to do with sailing after that, yeah, <laughs> no. no, he just... You know, and it, it just—it was really kind of disorganized. There was a lot of pressure on him, you know. And uh, yeah, there's a movie out. Actually, Gregory Peck produced. It's called The Dove. You know, if you dig back in the archives, you can find it. I enjoy it. You know, and pull it out a few times. But I remember as a kid, um, got a National Geographic subscription and loved following his story. You know, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what, I don't think Zach, uh, Abby's brother, I don't think he has any immediate plans to to do any other major sailing adventures at the moment. So. Well, just not end up on the fucking yeah. Oxycontin or shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Huffing. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
second hour with uh, well you just heard Lennon on Ice by the Hot Moon played with the San Diego Jovi Butts on bass great cat Jovi love him and then before that was Paper by Sand Driver played with him in Seattle great man Sand Driver wow open for us in light incredible and had a cat who was in uh... God whose band was that played with him with the second man yeah, a kid Congo Powers. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he was playing bass. Did a great job. Sorry, about to forget. And then start off with Mythological Horses. What was your name? <laughs> Perfect. I can't remember this cat's name, but he played great bass. And he was doing uh, guitar because Kiki was bass with uh, Kid Congo. Righteous. Kiki, great bassist. Didn't play with him not too far from using that. Anyway, this is the end of second hour, March 21st, 2010. Watch the show, we'll tie it out of three. Cheat. March 21st, 2010. It's the third hour of the Watch for Pedro show. One more for love, man.
little mama. Takes a little while to get your bearings on right. Is your head in your heart?
Your fingers are calloused and worn Like you worked a hundred years along That's something I admire You're the most Cause I can never seem to find me a job Hey the light these eyes barely see at night that's something I admire the most you must be a proud proud man
Watch for Pedro show. Um, let's see. No, it's cool. Start off the third hour with Looking Ahead by Shane O'Brien. I was telling Skipper Jeff here, uh, Shane O'Brien, iron worker, lives here in Pedro and plays a lot of good music blues. He got the invite when Glenn Bran Abranco was looking for people for uh, 2006. Um, ended up being at the Disney Center, uh, downtown LA, Music Center, the one that Frank Carey uh, right, right. designed. And, uh, yeah, he answered the call. He didn't know anything about the Mr. Bronco and his uh, avant-garde. Uh, but hey, go and play guitar. And he's part. Of, uh, there were 64 guitars, 20 basses, and one drummer. And he was part of it, man. And the guy who brought his Ironworker books, the Union books, they could sign on there. And people helped him out. I mean, it was music he'd never been familiar with, but he did a great job with it. And uh, that was looking ahead by him. And then uh, after that, we heard. Something from Italy again, uh, Urban Poem by Vettornova. And then Proud Man, uh, something live from Keith uh, Carini. I think he's from uh, New England somewhere. Uh, Boston or, or maybe West Mass or Connecticut. I'm sorry. you got to put those, again, those yeah. cities on there. And then uh, ended up with another Italian band, uh, Sisma uh, Inverso with Masturbate the Lips, which I'd like you to do some more about sailing. Uh, <laughs> I can go on about that. First boat you sailed is your pop's boat, right? Uh, the first boat I sailed was a 16-foot Tiburon, which is an open boat, no cabin. Tiburon is uh, Spanish for shark. Shark, yeah, and we were on Lake Shasta, and I was Up in probably seven, eight. I just old. drove past it. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey, we lit, Tabletop we, Bay. We whiskey, sailed Whiskey Town Lake as well. Whiskey Town Lake. And a lot on Shasta. A lot of that was created by Reservoir. And, yeah, yeah. Kennedy was, I think, it was instrumental in getting that Whiskey Town Dam put in. It's a beautiful country. We lived yeah. in uh, in Redding, and then we, before that we lived in Weaverville. We lived in Chico, all those places. But uh, Dad just loved Redding is five. I five, but... Yeah. Uh, Chico, more close to uh, Cali, yeah. 99. And Weaverville. Which is how you used to, uh, before, the interstate in the, uh, I don't know, 63, 64. That was the way you went north and south in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Fresno was yeah. on that road, and Bakersfield was on that, that road. was all my grades. We're still days. on that road. Yeah, yeah. So, Central Cal, then you went up to... Uh, yeah, Seattle and the Puget. Dad uh, went back to where he's from. He was born in Tacoma. Got a job up there working for the newspaper in Bremerton, and and uh, by the time we got the whole family packed and got up there and met up with him, he worked up there for about a year, just getting. getting and you busy. sailed up there. Well, he bought a brand new 1966 33 footer, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, then life really changed. Then we became a sailing family. We yeah. sailed to the San Juan Islands, British Columbia. And yeah, yeah. When I was uh, twelve. We went on a three-week trip through the San Juan Islands. I remember I had the mumps, and I didn't want to go, but I was over it, you know, a few days out. you got to get the mumps. Yeah. You don't want to get them later. Yeah. Same with the measles, you know? Yeah. Nell's got them a couple years ago as an adult. What I'm worried about now is the shingles. He, uh, <laughs> it was murder on him. He couldn't even walk. Really? The blisters were on the bottom of his feet. Oh, That's he awful. hurt so bad. I felt so bad for him. 
She want to get these things. In fact, some parents throw parties. One kid gets it, go play with them. Mumps, measles, really? and uh, cow, uh, smallpox. Yeah. We gotta get these things as a kid, cause older. What is it? Chicken pox. If you've had chicken, chicken pox, that's then it. you're predisposed to get shingles in your old age. And both my parents got it, and it's nasty. Yeah, but you don't want to get chicken pox later. Yeah, yeah. That's what Nels did. Yeah. Oh man. Smallpox, I think, kills you a lot harder. I think chicken pox is more mild. Yeah. Pox, all this stuff. It's all these. Uh, got Sharon because of all the Europe wars and stuff. This was was, was devastating on uh, peoples over here, New yeah. World peoples. Yeah. They had no immunities. Yeah. None. Those people, you know, people die off. Of course, the ones that live have the immunities. And they're uh, boning each other, and so the offspring, yeah. yeah. Same thing with pesticides, with bugs. You, you, you can't kill all of them, so the ones that live yeah. resist it, yeah. breed around it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, what was the first time you sailed alone? Oh, man. Well... I I used to race dinghies for the yacht club that my dad was a member of. So you know, first time alone was a yeah, race. Yeah, but not 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 racing going anywhere dinghy. overnight. Any yeah 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 yeah. We had a ten foot uh, uh, sailing dinghy, real tender. It had a real tall mast, and uh, I capsized that a Turtle. Few, few times. Yeah, and I remember uh, more than once getting the mast stuck in the mud there in Puget Sound and having to get some assistance oh, and that I was fearless back then that water's freezing okay first time overnight I uh, probably I sailed from Seattle to Victoria British Columbia with a buddy I was oh. totally alone 23 you know so okay you know but that but you was had a buddy when first time alone but that buddy didn't know nothing so yeah, that's got a callous that's got a callous we went across the Straits of Juan de Fuca in fog too, yeah. and so that's and that was no GPS back then yeah. to toot my own horn. It's called dead reckoning, where yeah. you just look at the chart, you plot your course, you look at the compass, you follow that, and hope you don't drift. You Roll know? the dice. And uh, yeah, we hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It's a great experience to come out of the fog, and that's uh, notorious waters. Is the difference between sailing alone and sailing with a guy who knows nothing? No, <laughs> you know they can uh, they can do you favors like grab you a beer or, or you know if, if you're lucky and they can they learn that uh, with a tiller with a stick steering like I've got that you move it left to go right and right to go left yeah. they can do that if they can hold it into the wind for you then you've got somebody you you have to hold the boat into the wind to drop the sails and put the sails up that's the way it works it's got to be like a flagpole you know and so that's the first thing that inexperienced people have, have to overcome if they want to assist me at all i got friends like todd and tracy and they uh, go out with me all the time and they still they it's haven't learned anything but do they <laughs> rolled over doubled over and puking I mean that's. I got one buddy that's got. That's that's almost like a minus. Yeah, one buddy. That's almost him, a minus, right? Call him Captain Upchuck, and he the other cats are like time. no help. But this is like, you have to help them, so it's actually a detriment. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he pukes, Captain Upchuck. Captain Upchuck. Yeah, yeah he was with that, me in that big storm I was in back. He was. He's little. not just a yeoman. He's not, not even first mate. He's a captain. Of, yeah. Well, it's just a, he's got his own boat. He's got a. Really? Nope. He's still puking. Yeah, well, he's, he's a 
got a, he, he gets real paranoid about the weather, listens to the NOAA broadcast, yeah. and when they say anything over four foot swells, he doesn't want to think about going out there. So he's a, he's a fair weather sailor. But he's gone to Catalina with me quite a few times, but I think we only made it there once where he didn't get sick going over. <laughs> All, right. Yeah. All right. How long? What's the, the fastest? If, Catalina, it's like 20 miles, 21 miles. Yeah, usually if I'm going to Two Harbors, which is a little community, you know, tiny town. Not I'm any closer? No, Two Harbors is closer. Okay. It's like from the breakwater, it's like 19, it's 19. and a half nautical miles, and, and uh, Avalon's more like okay, 22, I think. And the fastest? Well, the, the quickest to get to is Two Harbors, and I usually give myself four hours to get there, and Avalon, I give myself five. But I made it back from Avalon in three and a half. That was my record. Okay. And I was hitting nine knots. And that's fast for this yeah, yeah. big old heavy boat, you know. So. It ain't that big. It's not big. It's just heavy. Foot? It's 27. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's it's heavy for its uh, size. But it's, heavy, it's, it's strong. Seven, it's 7,000. Like you were saying before times. the uh, oil embargo. So this is strong fiberglass. Strong fiberglass. All right, yeah, it's thick.
Pasadena City College instructor walk around go safe, safe, safe. especially in those days. Watt from Pedro show. Uh, we just heard uh, Wooden Eyes Window Ohm by Christopher Scroger. He's from Texas. And then uh, You Will Die As You Have Lived by Laurier Tierman. I can't remember. Fuck. It's terrible. Maybe France. <laughs> Maybe Germany, the name, you know. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but I do know uh, Broken Heart Brigade was next by Little Eskimos in Little Eskimos, uh, Scotland. Pretty sure. Wow. Pretty sure. Uh, about this powerboat versus sailboat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying there's a... Sailors like to say it's not the 
destination it's the journey you know it's the crossing yeah uh, you know in my case going to Catalina you can miss a lot of details granted there's dock neighbors here that get over there in 45 minutes most of them an hour and a half you know um, but they all got to shoot over there early in the morning when it's calm too to get those kind of speeds in the afternoon it's it's funny because you see uh, you, if you're over there you see all this rush of power boaters coming over in the morning and then you know and then the sailboats come over in the afternoon well, noon, they when the winds the wind. piped up yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah to be fair i have to tell you there is a motor in this boat but it's a little it's a eight horse yeah my, most my, guys would use for trolling or something but my, uh, you know so they call it auxiliary on a sailboat because the main power on these babies yeah, it's a big sheet. Eight horse Yanmar, a little diesel, mm -hmm. and my uh, mechanic. Now I'm pretty much my own mechanic, but they had to rebuild it a couple of years after I had the boat. The exhaust system wasn't plumbed right, and it was water was backing into the engine and rusted out the cylinder head. But anyway, when I had it in the shop for the overhaul, they called it the little guy because they work on these big oh, yeah, diesels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is S&W Diesel. Go S&W. They're great guys in Wilmington. Yeah. And, uh, for example, they, like, repowered all of the big forklifts for the harbor. And then I come in here with this little guy. They actually sell these. They, granted, it's only eight horsepower, but buy a new one is like $6,000 for this little wow. tiny diesel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had to pay almost three to rebuild it. So, but it, it just thump, thump, thump. Sounds like a steam engine, but yeah, yeah. It, uh, I try to use it as little as possible. Yeah. You know, sure, you're Get sailing. me out and, yeah. Powerboat and point it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pointing it and turning it up. Yeah. And burning a lot of fuel. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, and I have to paddle my kayak, and I know about that. First time I went to the sailboats. It, maybe a little wake. That's the only problem I got with them. First time I went to Catalina on a buddy's powerboat, you know, uh, I was with Todd, a Russian friend of mine. He's like, we get down to Dana Point, and he's like, okay, I need 70 bucks from each of you guys. And we're like, what for? Fuel. Fuel to get there. <laughs> and it's like, God, we could have taken the Express for well, half you know about of that. these can boats. Yeah. It's incredible. But they're moving a lot of tonnage yeah. you would not believe yeah. the late mile, yeah. mileage on those babies yeah well they make up for it with the yeah because it can move in. so much in one ride yeah. so it's actually more efficient but yeah be and, surprised and diesel the wind uh, keeps giving yeah <laughs> what do they call that Renew renewable yeah 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 diesel engines are uh, have longer range and, and they're uh, safer yeah you want oh, yeah. gasoline on a boat I, I don't know if I believe this or not. They said if you drop a match on a diesel it won't spill light. or something, it, it won't, won't light. Won't. But it's real. at viscous. It's almost like oil. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. First no, thing Mike noticed when he climbed aboard here, got down below, was the fumes. Yeah, this boat's uh, I'll smell them now. 30, 36 <laughs> years, 37 years old, and it's uh, saturated in the teak probably. Not bad. Yeah, and then I'm sitting about four foot from the motor. Yeah, yeah. Behind the big boards. Are they insulated? I did insulate yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. There's more, more music now.
roach all day, all night, I swim so nice. Wish I was a coolie roach, I would be ever so nice.
one or two of birds I love her night We were getting down and dirty It was all right Then she said Bend over Boggy your bitch And she started to put on this strap on dick She fucking bummed me She did She fucking bummed me She did She fucking bummed me The fucking bitch
Uh, Watch for Pedro show. Uh, that was Cooley Roach by Foot. And then we heard uh, Econoclast uh, from Plankton. Uh, Plankton wrote this song uh, in uh, memory of the Minuteman. Wow. Econoclast. Yeah. Kind of like Econo line. And then uh, Third Lung by Grim Reefer. And she bummed me uh, by 3CR. I think they're from England. Bummed me. It's not bum like sad. It's happened to me before. <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't bum. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. 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 More like the Yang. Have you, listen to the <laughs> okay, words. Okay. okay. And then uh, Sunday Walk Through the Park by uh, Kai Kyung, in, uh which is perfect uh, resolution of something like that. Uh, Skipper Jeff, it's been great being on the boat here. Uh, yeah. You never said her name. This is the pride of Cucamonga. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's it, right. It's, there's a song behind that. And know? what would you suggest to somebody who was thinking about boats? It's a hole in the water you throw money at. B-O-A-T, break out another thousand. But uh, you got to love it if it's your passion. I love it. I work on it probably more than I How would you say people sailing. get started? The ones that fall in love with it, most of it, yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's a certain amount of romanticism. Oh, how do you get started? If you how would to, you suggest? Oh, if you want to get into sailing, crew to, with somebody well, first. Well, depends right? on you know. I mean, I crew with somebody first, or, yeah. or get your own boat right off the spot. No, crew with somebody. There's some great schools too here, Cali. There's a uh, Orange Coast uh, Sailing College, part of Orange Coast College down in Newport. There's U.S. Sailing. Uh, you know, they start you out on. Um, little boats, you know, and move up to keel boats, you know, like this, you know, and, and uh, you know, that's good, um, you know, if you, you know, just come down to the docks. Now I'm wondering, like, you get friends. done with the voyage, like you do with Catalina and back, do you, at the end of the voyage, get on the back of the boat here and <laughs> holler out to everybody else, yeah, you can call the stern, <laughs> and holler to everyone else, uh, sell your own boat. <laughs> <laughs> Start your own band, sail your own boat. Oh, I don't know. I see a lot of idiots out on the water. That that's kind of dangerous, right? One of the things that you see out there, you see a lot of people. You can buy boats cheap. You go back into Wilmington, you can buy a boat. You know, especially in this economy, for a few hundred dollars, you can get into like a you know Cal Twenty or something like that. But whether it's seaworthy or not, that's another story. So I see these guys. They'll be out twenty, twenty-five footers and. You can tell they have zero experience, and they're trying to get out the gate, trying to get out of the harbor. And here comes a, they've got a container ship coming in and a cruise ship going out, and they don't know how to get the sails down. So, yeah, it's better to to start small and work your way up. Yeah, or crew. Yeah, or crew. Yeah. Crew. Yeah. Right. Come crew with Skipper Jeff. <laughs> we got to get you right up new board here. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> And March 10, uh, March 21st, 2010, Walk for Pedro Show. Everybody, keep your powder dry. <laughs>